episode number 81 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, those those specs you've got are <laughs> awful, awful similar to the ones that I'm wearing. Is this, Matching uh, specs tonight. TRS this, specs. Oh, TRS specs. Look at that, eh? Boom. But, so what's uh, well you say that so me, you say that as if I've, I've I'm an imposter. I've been wearing these specs for years now. You're the one who's sitting there with your fancy new specs on. Oh, if it makes me look one, you know, one of one one or two points uh, more intelligent than the, the good <laughs> IQ scale, then um, I'll take it. <laughs> so what prompted this then? Is that uh, you've got just fancy a style change or your eyesight's worsened? <laughs> Probably a mixture of both, to be honest. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, I mean, Debbie's always harping on about me getting more better designer glasses. You know, I've got. I was wearing Quicksilver's before I met her, and apparently <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not What's wrong with Quicksilver, on. mate? Oh, I don't know. Is that the ones you got? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nah, but I, I, I do like the good old uh, deep deep rim on a, a glass. You know, in your glasses, it's. Uh, the other thing about wearing glasses is that you, you do you not feel that you're just looking through a, a picture frame. You're just looking through a lens. Well, you're lo- looking through a lens, but yeah. you know you don't feel very um, you don't feel free when you're wearing glasses, do you? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't wear mine all the time. To be honest, I kind of it's a kind of I, if I'm staring at a computer screen or if I'm if I'm end of the day tired, I'll put them on, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I never. I think I because I don't think of myself as someone who wears glasses. I don't wear them all the time. I kind of think. I see your point. When I put them on, it's uh, yeah, it's a frame. Well, so what's in? Well, more of an interesting point for runners then is we were talking about this offline a wee bit. Running with glasses then. You, I guess you don't run with glasses. Well, I've I've been having. Well, actually, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a wee a wee story here. Um, so I've been wearing dailies for the last like. God knows how long, like eight years or Who's something. Dailies, good old daily, you know daily. Yeah. So I've been wearing them for, uh, oh yeah, about eight years or something. You put you you've put me right off my track. Sorry, uh, you've been wearing dailies for the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. So, so I've been wearing them, and and they're expensive. They're really expensive dailies, and I was like, you know what? Right, let's switch to monthlies, will we? They're half the price. They're more than half the price. And, so, uh, can and I just interject them. there? Someone who doesn't wear contacts, what is that? The difference daily is you wear it for a day, you bin them. You, right. Monthly, I assume you wear it for a month, you bin them. No, no, you wear it. You, you, you've got your. You, you've got like you can wear it. You, that if once you take that lens out the packaging, uh-huh. you can uh, you can use that lens for the whole month. Oh, so you okay. can interchange it. So you can take it out for a run. So I can ah, put them for a run, okay. yeah, yeah. and then stick them back in their their uh, their saline solution. And uh, and put my glasses on, so that's oh, yeah. what I've been doing the last um, the last sort of few weeks is uh, I've dropped I've up downgraded to to monthlies and um, and just been sticking my glass and my contacts in like instead of instead mm-hmm. of wearing just you know pissing away a pair of dailies each time uh, and trying to use my glasses more than than my my contacts just to protect my eyes a little bit more you know mm-hmm. so uh, but anyway. I haven't been some. Sometimes I'm going out and I'm like, you know what? I can't be arsed sticking my contacts in because it takes so long to put in and they always fall off and then you know it stings your eye. And the monthlies aren't as good quality, I don't think. Um, but you do have to clean the monthlies each time as well, so that's that that's time too. So what I've been doing is I've been going out and doing some of my runs in my glasses now. You know what the weather's been like the last few weeks? It's been terrible for for running in the the pissing rain and the snow and the hail. So I've been. Yeah. Put my glasses on and 
I've just been, I haven't been able to see a thing. So last week, right? So this is part of this going into my training. I, I went for a run with uh, Fraser Gormley, who, who's doing Valencia, and he's running really well. I think he's going to get a big PB. Um, but uh, we're doing, we ended up doing 3K, 2K, 3K, four times a K. Now that was the session I was meant to be doing. I couldn't actually go fast because it was, A, it was dark. B, I had my glasses on. And then C, I took my glasses off because I couldn't see through them because of the rain, the sheer rain pelting yeah. through at six in the morning on the promenade. Uh, so I was like, I'll stick, I'll stick them in my pocket. So I stuck them in my pocket. And as I was running, I couldn't see a thing because I'm short-sighted. I'm really bad, bad, really bad. Uh, and this, remember, you know those signposts that are sticking out in the on the promenade? Now, I know oh, yeah. Fiona just had a wee accident herself, but that happened yeah, to me. Yeah almost happened to me this big signpost came right in front of me and uh, i had to like doing a like almost like step backwards and sprain my back because of the i didn't see it coming you know oh, at, like 540 per mile or something like that so what i did i ended up just bailing that session just doing a steady a steady eight to nine miles and uh without my glasses on potholes galore puddles oh, puddles up to my knees and oh man it was a disaster so so that's my story about wearing glasses while you run. But when it's a nice day, and you, but what I find is your glasses can fall off. Like you've really got to. Yeah, I, what I do is I get a, a buff and I wrap it around my head. Well, I stick it on my head, and then it keeps my glasses. Yeah, it holds them in. Holds them in, you know. You ever so, thought about uh, getting LASIK? LASIK? Who's who, who's he? Is that a laser sur- laser surgery? Oh, la- laser surgery. Um, yeah. Aye, but it, it was. I think uh, you know it says. The promotion is, or you get one done, the other one's free, or something that will cost fifteen hundred pounds. I yeah, went in for, cost? Wow, I, went okay. for, I went in for a quote, and it it was going to cost me six thousand because it, <laughs> because because my eyes are so bad. Ah, so, you better, uh, better sting the dailies yeah. at that cost. <laughs> I think it would take me about twenty years to to repay the the amount spent on on contacts so. so you know it's interesting so i don't my eyesight is not that bad so i can run without glasses or contacts and generally it's okay i find that uh, when it's dark yeah i can't pick out people's faces when it's dark that which is so if i'm ever rude to someone i try and wave to most people but if it's if it is just a grim night and i run straight past you it's probably because i, I didn't actually see your face um <laughs> but one thing i've i've started you know when we're in the summer i've worn i've got some uh some Oakley running shades and I've often thought about getting prescription lenses for them because I've kind of found sometimes you get a bit I don't know it would be nice actually to have a, to have to have a, a, a set of glasses I could throw on and actually see a bit clearer when running well well yeah no, that's, a, that's quite a good shout I've not really thought about that so can you get sport can you get sport glasses like sport prescription glasses I'm, I would be very surprised. So here you go, listeners. Get, let us listen to running glasses. Let us know. I'd be very surprised if you don't get like glasses that are um, like designed for running with. There must be. They must exist. Oh, they must do. But it depends how bad your eyesight is. I mean, my lenses are so thick. You know, it's it weighs my head down. It's that <laughs> like, a, like uh, the end of a wine bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, milk bottles. That's me. <laughs> my eyes are massive. You know, they're poking out my 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 face. They're not proportioned to my face. You know. Oh me. So uh, so what's your so what's your take on it then? So you, you wear contacts then? I don't wear contacts. I thought you wore no. contacts. No, I don't wear contacts. Yeah, I wear... A, bit, a revelation right yeah. there. So I work I yeah, I mean I I, I wouldn't I didn't 
have my glasses on all weekend. I mean, I I wear my glasses primarily for like cinema. If I'm sat in a meet, like sat in a meeting and there's a PowerPoint presentation, I'll put them on for that. But you know, I once did at work. I was on one of these like sort of. It was like an internal training course down at uh, Cranfield University, and part of it was all about um, presenting and how you you know learn all about how you can better present and how to be oh, nice. how to progress. Anyway, and one thing I learned a lot about it. One, the most brutal thing I was told is the guy said, and this is not very good for someone who podcasts now. He said, you sound like a boring Andy Murray. (laughs) Now, Andy Murray is not the most exciting guy anyway. So to be told that you're a boring version of that was pretty brutal. But then he saw, of course, then it was a week of internet, internet. But then anyway, he said, yeah, you look quite shifty with glasses on. So I've got really paranoid (laughs) now. So whenever I present at work, I always take my glasses off all the time. And it just because I've got this bat, I've got this really real paranoia that I'm gonna some new manager's gonna come in and think I'm some shifty guy. <laughs> shifty guy. Shifty. So I yeah, I can't read Sh- what I'm presenting, but I, but at least I look non-shifty. That's that's the main thing. So, oh, but yeah, yeah, for running, I wear. I've never run with glasses on. Never run with contacts, and I'm okay. I mean, I've had a couple. You know, you ever had a race where you're like running? I remember once having to meet like it was a cross-country race, and we came into like a dark bit of. The trees are a little bit overhanging, so a little bit darker. And I was like, last lap, red lining. And you know when you start to go a bit lightheaded anyway? And everything was going blurry. And I'm thinking, I can't, honestly, like, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm either absolutely overcooked this or my sight is gone because it's dark. I think it was a bit of both. I think I was really going hard. That little bit of sometimes lightheadedness. And also because I can't, my eyesight's not great in the dark. I was thinking, this is, you know, this is just a blow now. <laughs> I'm either I'm dying or this is, <laughs> or this, or this is I'm just going too hard. So yeah. Uh, but I would so be very you... interested to hear from listeners if they've got if they've got any anyone who's got any stories or or news on or advice on running with glasses or contacts. I I think it's really important. I mean, it's uh, it's it's I've been really, firstly to save money and secondly to protect my eyes a little bit more, but. You know, there's no point in protecting your eyes if you wear glasses and you can't see where you're going in front of you. So you you kind of have to kind of have to balance that out a wee bit. But yeah. another reason I wear glasses if I'm hungover, it's great to stick them on. And <laughs> and, and I suppose that's probably the last time you you saw me wearing this gilet I've got on. So as well, we eh? talk about we're talking about glasses right now. One thing, the main thing that struck me when Kyle appeared on Skype tonight was it's the first time since that fateful weekend weekend in uh, Chamonix <laughs> I've seen him in his. Fancy, well, oh. well earned the UTMB Gilet. Well, that that's it. You know, finishers Gilet, uh, I should say. Finishers Gilet, loud and proud. It's uh, a good, it's a cracking wee Gilet. It's it's quite smart. I, I like the colour of it as well. It's got it's got pockets. Uh, it's got a real big pocket here. It's pockets down below. It's fantastic. I love it. And folk nice. will be like, "What's that you've just done there?" I'm like, "Ah, running around uh, the the the, mountain, the Alps for 105 miles, a couple of days worth, you know." So uh, it's a good story to tell people, but it doesn't really help. I mean, I'm wearing it inside in Afford, so no one's really. It's, it's not a place I can show anyone other than other than my wife and Logan, you know. So. If you want, I'll just take a screenshot of you right now, and that can be the episode photo <laughs> for this week's podcast. Kyle, with his new glasses and his gilet. I mean, Look what a moment for him. What a, what a moment. Well, I also need to, you know, I've got, a, I've got a question for you. So I'm doing a big presentation on Wednesday for the corporate games launch, and oh, nice. I checked the registration. We've got about 50 people going to it. Wow. <laughs> Which is, uh, I, you know, I'm over the moon. I think it's, you know, really exciting. But what do you, what do I wear? Do I wear... Do I wear glasses? Do I wear, Ooh, well, wear, do I wear a suit or 
I don't know. I'm I'm still um, I'm still figuring it out. That's, so. that's an interesting one. Because, I would. Uh, uh, I don't know. That's, that's a tough so, mix of selling the event and uh, telling people about the the event that's just happened. So it's the what? 2020 yeah. games, but, uh, if but it was, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, you should put out a TRS listeners poll for it. <laughs> <laughs> where you run, where you talking running shorts? That'll be yeah, that will that'll, that'll get it. Right. Well, yeah. talking about um, profile or uh, cover podcast cover shots. Did you like the one of Finley? Oh, that went down a treat. That, 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 I was that, loving that. That's that's my favorite. Um, that's my favorite cover photo of our our TRS. Uh, so in what, the so what far. race is that from? I think that one might be Glomeg okay. because it looks completely daft. You know, it's, uh, it's as, I don't know if you've got it that far in the the because I know you had a busy week last week, but uh, yeah, Glomeg Hill race. That's uh, the one that people wear gloves. You know, in case they fall and cut themselves. Uh, so oh, I think that's okay. the one. You, I think that could be the one, but I'll, I'll ask a question. I think sure that photo back. looked uh, worthy of the word brutal. Yeah, it did, didn't it? It's, it's like a yeah. horizontal rocks. <laughs> horizontal rocks. So uh, yeah, so talking about Finley, we have got part. So we've got a few. We've got part two of Finley's interview coming up, and um, we've got a few races that happened at the weekend as well, and um, yep. a, a few bits of a few bits of news and. Um, quite a few races coming up as well this mm-hmm. weekend too so we'll we'll yap away about that um i don't know if we've got any rants but i've got a proposal for you tom Go now for if it. we don't have a rant well maybe if we have a, a new section for the podcast trs uh, runner of the week how's that sound I, do you know what? i like it in theory but if i'm completely honest that feels like a big i don't know what i could what's that based on no, I just. Um, oh right, okay. I, I just, I just thought it'd be quite a nice. Uh, I like it. Okay. So it could From be anyone. It could, that's okay. I like it. it. I see what it, you mean. Yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be. It could be your dad. It could be uh, one of our club members. It could be. It could be a, a TRS listener who nominates somebody, and they, they, so it's not just about us nominating. I see. So we, okay. We could be the, We could be. We'll be the selection panel, but what we need from the listeners is we want. We want everyone to tell us who you think's worthy of the TRS Runner of the Week, and uh, okay, who, cool. who, who, they, who they're nominating and why they're nominating them. And then what we'll do is we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll 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 get the selection committee involved and uh, make a decision. So, uh, okay. but so so the action. So the way I see this, folks, is um, I, I see it not just being the best runner as in the fastest runner. It, it's a it could be absolutely anyone. It could be somebody who's maybe been Who's, who's been really eyeing for a personal best and has uh, has gone to the well to get that PB. It could be someone who's just come back from injury and that's the first run they've done in two years, perhaps, and they've just managed to complete the race. It could be somebody who's set a British record, a world record. It could be absolutely anyone. So, listeners, we need your help in this. We need you to either Facebook us, email us. You know the you know the channels that you can you can contact us and tell us who you think. Is worthy of the TRS Runner of the Week, and we're going to start one from this week onwards. How's that oh, sound? That sounds great. I've got one in mind already, so that sounds oh, good. Look at that. See, brilliant. Uh, there isn't a prize as such yet. <laughs> you, well, there's a prize. There's the there's the honour of getting a mention on TRS. Oh, TRS Runner of the Week is quite. That is a that's quite a cool prize to be that honest. That is a cool prize. It? Yeah. Actually, yeah. it'll feed well into when we we still need to sort out our Christmas special, but we do the 
uh, TRS Personality of the Year again. Oh, wow, exactly, yeah. Well, Which that's was a real not... highlight for me. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, I think that's starting to take shape as well. We've, uh, we've got a, the outline starting to come to fruition as well for mm-hmm. that. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, let it, we'll let folks know about, about you know, the format and when it's going to happen and, uh, yeah, and, and so, so, so forth. So anyway, I'm rambling, folks. So let's get stuck into the, the, the week. Um, so what have we got this week then? What, what's, what's your training been like uh, or lack thereof? Do you know what? At least so this week I can actually talk about some training, which is quite good. So I had a, I think last week my update for everyone was I was doing a bit more, like a couple of three mile runs, and I was focusing on doing on drills and trying to, you know, correct this weird gait that I've got in my left leg, which we think is maybe contributing to the knee injury. And actually I got a couple more runs in. Uh, I'm doing like 35 to 40 minutes. It's still a bit sore, but I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit more. There's a word I really like to use to describe that sort of lopsidedness. It's caddy wimpus. I feel like I'm not so like catty wimpus anymore. So um, <laughs> catty wimpus. It's a real. It's a word, mate. What it's a real it? word. What does that even mean? It means. Let me, let me, let me get you there. Oh, sorry, you definition. just crack on and I'll find it. Anyway, so I uh, so yeah, I got those runs in and I actually got two uh, big gym sessions in as well. So I'm feeling there's two things I'm addressing at the moment. One is obviously the, the all the stuff for my that's contributing to the knee injury and I'm hoping that that will start to settle down I can start pushing on again but the other thing I'm doing is I'm I'm really hitting the gym and getting I'm looking forward to the RIP session the TRS uh, oh. injury prevention have class you, this week but I'm really up? I'm up for it I haven't signed up oh, oh, you, you might not get a space if you don't sign up you idiot Right, let me let me phone up ASV tomorrow then. I would Jeez. I would be pretty I'll be put this way, I'll be pretty miffed if uh, if I'm not on the list. <laughs> well, it's your as training a co- program. As a, exactly, as the guy who provided the plan from his physio. <laughs> it's not just uh, it's not just your your the plan that I you know. put there, but it's uh, a mix of different things. Um, so if if anyone just to butt in, Tom, um, if anyone hasn't signed up to it, uh, it's. This Thursday coming, we've had a few emails, which is fantastic, uh, who are interested in coming along. It's uh, 6.30 in the morning, a.m., not p.m., at the Aberdeen Sports Village. It's, uh, it's £30 if you're not a member to, to come along, it's, and that's just to pay for the facility hire. Um, and uh, it's free if you're an Aberdeen Sports Village member. And yeah, you get to, to hang, out, hang out with us guys and, and get, you know, so the idea of it is, it's not about running. Uh, it's it's more about skills and drills, uh, uh, techniques that is going to allow you or give you some tools for preventing injury. So um, who signed who signed up already then? Oh, I can't name, tell you. Name drop. GDPR and all that, you know. Oh but, god, uh, there was. Oh. All right, I won't name them, but two 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 clubmates of mine who were running yesterday at Fraserburgh were saying they're well up for it, which is good. Well, that, that's good. Well, I hope they've signed up. If they there's only I think 12 they both spaces. have. There's only twelve spaces. You see, it's. Um, it's uh but but it's 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 exclusive to runners. It's um it's it's not getting promoted facil- throughout the facility. Just to just to interested parties and um yeah, like I say, it's free if you're a member and uh, it's thirty pounds for the five weeks. So it's a five week course um and it's every Thursday morning at ASV and the indoor track six thirty. Nice. So sign up, folks. So if you want to sign up, contact Aberdeen Sports Village. Uh, the number or see them at the reception they'll get you signed up or you can just phone on the phone as well the number is 01224 438 900 01224 438 900 so 
That's my. Uh, I've never done an advertisement before. It feels like this feels podcast. like children, children in need of something. <laughs> That's it. Uh, donate. Um, whatever. No, it's, uh, there's a set fee anyway for for non-members and free for members. So there you go. Excellent. So on anyway. So I've been bun- I've been getting on the. I've been hitting the gym. I'm I'm feeling. You know, when I do these sessions, I feel like I'm feeling it everywhere the next day, like quads, glutes. It's you name it, it's sore. But I feel it's good. I'm I'm feeling stronger, which is good. I'm feeling I'm doing a lot of core work, a lot of upper body work. I feel really I feel as strong as I've felt in a long time. And that's only like four weeks of of gym work. You're getting you know, the gains in. Get, I think the, yeah. Do you know gains I think so. of a, a Z. Obviously, when you can gain a lot when you're starting at nothing, it's you know that is it's quite easy to improve. I feel feel really good. It's been a real eye opener. I'm going to really try and keep going keep some gym work through the through the winter and even with the running and i'm hoping it will when i start running even back to mileage i can get a session in because i think it could be beneficial so doing that which is good and do you know what was interesting right i got one of these because i've obviously got this concern that my form's a bit off and i'm a bit heavy on the right foot so i got you one know, of these cat, garmin cat, cat wumpus. Cat wumpus, exactly so, so I got here's one the these... definition Go the definition it. of catiwampus, often spelled catiwamp, well, you can't see the, what I'm saying, is <laughs> uh, not lined up or not arranged correctly or diagonally. An example of something catiwampus are the positions of the items on the top of a coffee table after a two-year-old has been playing with them and moving them around. That's you, there isn't you it? There you go. Perfect you way go. to describe my form when I'm running. So anyway, <laughs> so to try and get a better, better handle on that, because I kind of think that, if I'm honest with myself, the week before Amsterdam when it really flared up, I was feeling a little bit off form wise so anyway, the drills will help me out but i bought one of these uh garmin running dynamics pods which you clip on the back of your shorts right right in the center of your back and it tells you how well balanced you are when you're running so all your running dynamics left right left foot right foot balance really? yeah so it's so i run I, I i did like a baseline run with it on last week so i'm about 55 percent heavy on the right foot wow I've never even heard of that thing. It's What's really it? interesting. So, J- our, so James Cruikshank, who's a physio and a mate of ours, he he pointed out. So if I show you my run today. I'm just going to show. It was of no interest in no one else but Kyle. So I can see there. So today I was actually not too bad. Actually, fifty-one, twenty-one, and I can uh, I can look at that and see how uh, you get a plot of oh, wow. of your data, which is quite cool. So and it's it on a Garmin you... device. You've got to have a Garmin. Uh, I think it was so actually old man Dave I was running with at lunch today he, he's got he's a Sunto man so he was asking could you pair it with a Sunto because it also gives you ground contact time vertical oscillation so my when I'm running I oscillate by 11 centimeters which feels like quite a lot actually is, is that quite a lot though I don't know well, if that is I don't know it's, it's giving me an orange color out of a you know it, <laughs> orange feels about a medium so I don't know Vertical ratio, uh, stride le- stride length, one point two seven meters. I'm trying to keep it short at the moment, so really short. interesting. And I'm looking short forward and snappy. To... Short and snappy. Uh, cadence for me is still quite low, one six eight. Average. That's quite low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm quite a loper. So anyway, really, I'm really bounce, interested. Because you're bouncing about like Tigger, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Honestly, I think that's the problem. <laughs> Do you remember I said that? Like you did say that episodes ago. I I was just jo- I was kind of half joking. <laughs> it's clearly, it's clearly a, a problem. So anyway, this is hopefully I'm going to try and I'm not going to I don't run and look at the data I'm running, but I'm hoping it. As I've said on here before, I'm a numbers guy, so looking forward to tracking that uh, as we go on. And they're not the, the little pod is not expensive. It's once you, if you've got the watch, it's the it's just a little thing that you connects to it by Bluetooth. So yeah, um, and then I ran six miles today at lunch, which was the furthest I've run since the marathon. So 
yeah, we're on the on the right path, I think. Right, that's brilliant. So that's uh, so that it's starting to feel you're starting to feel stronger. Your knees getting less is less painful. Yes. Is that right? And it uh, is, yes. And and see you're in a positive. You've got a positive mindset. Absolutely. Brilliant. I didn't, oh. you know, it was really good. We I had a so last week, yeah, we'd like we had our AGM on Tuesday, and then I was up at the. Well, we've got the, a, a um, bit. Of... I was at, I was well, I was up for I was up at the Fraser Half on Sunday. So a huge amount of club members between those two sort of events, if you like. So I'm really motivated. I see a lot of people at the club. Like last week at AGM, obviously I was standing on his captain, so I gave a wee overview of the year, and like I didn't name check that many people to be honest. But you look at the performances of folk, and you, and you start talking, and, you, and it got me really fired up. Thinking, yeah, I want to. Much like you with your marathon PB, I want to get into shape now. So, yeah, all good. Well, let's uh, while you're on this, the subject of, of team captain, so you you've you've stepped down from team captain, but you've moved your way up to to let's let's drum roll it. <laughs> Mister Chairman Brian is now the chairman of Metro Aberdeen Running Club, so can, on behalf of TRS <laughs> and, and fans, a round of applause. Yeah, I was I was pretty chuffed. So yeah, I was uh, I was a lot, really. Delighted to be elected last week at the AGM chairman of Metro Aberdeen. So I'm, I'm very, I feel very proud. I feel a little bit daunted. Do you know, I was driving home from, I was, I was driving home on my own from the AGM. And I was thinking, bloody hell, is this, you know, <laughs> this is whose, whose idea was this? This seems a bit crazy. But no, I'm really excited. I'm really up for it. I've got some, uh, we've got a really good committee this year. I've got some good stuff. I think we can do. I'm looking forward to starting off actually this weekend. I'm going down to the national club, club conference. So hoping to get some insight from some other clubs about what we can do. So yeah, really, really excited. Oh, it's uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm, I'm excited for you. So I'll uh, TRS fans, hope you hear oh. that. I can't hear that. What is it? It sounds like someone's turned a tap on. What? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> This is a low-budget outfit. We've said this many times. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so how are you getting on? More interestingly, uh, you've, uh, it, apart from running blind. Hold on. That uh, sounds just... What the hell? I just drained my eyes, my ears out. Right, hold on. Let's get rid of this thing. I can still hear you. You're all right. I couldn't hear myself speaking. I need to hear myself speaking when I'm telling you my training, how my training's been going. Well, my training's been going all right, I think. Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, I, I got a good, um, a, a decent amount of mileage uh, last week, about 70 miles, 65 miles or something like that. Not, not, nothing crazy, uh, but more more again, like I said, getting getting the actual quality in rather than the quantity at the moment. Um, so okay. I did a and like I said, the, the the day I didn't run with my glasses and almost smashed into a, a wee pole, um, that was on the Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday morning. And then on the first, the Friday, I did a, I did 10 times 400 metres. It was maybe longer than that. But um, do you know what? It was, again, the, the weather it was pissing the rain. It was at five, in, five at night. It was just so cold, wet, windy, brutal conditions it was. Brutal. So I ended up just... Yep, uh, with a cap, caps lock, B R U T A L. Sounds pretty savage. 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 savage so, I ended, aye. so I ended up only doing 10 of them, which I was pretty happy with because at least I, I wasn't even going to go out. I looked outside and thought, nah, I'm not doing that. But I went out, 
de- got it done and uh, and saved myself a, a session on on Saturday, the same session I was going to do on the Tuesday morning. And uh, I was really happy with how that went. It was a great day, great conditions. Uh, did it myself, felt really motivated and and I just felt like I was just getting back somewhere. You know, it's been, it's, it's probably, I think I said this last time, I haven't felt as fast as I have for a long time. No, and I think um, a lot of it's been, although I think the, the ultra endurance is, is now starting to stand me in good stead for when I'm going shorter again. Um, so yeah, it's it's quite exciting. I'm I'm really excited to 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 do see what I can see what I can do at the till, the the good old Tilly 10k at, uh, at the end of December. So, so which so that, is going to be that's going to be really exciting. So you've got and you've got a bit of time. Are you also are you doing the East Districts? Uh, I don't know because we're looking at going away. I need to. Uh, do you know? What? I need to get some cross country in. I just don't know. I was going to say you talk such a big game about getting <laughs> cross country in, and you're talking about not going to the district champs. Oh, Come dude. on, it's only in Piper Dam. When is it? When is it again? Sixth. Saturday, the sixth of December. Sixth of December. Oh, we'll see what I can. What's happening in the sixth? I think I've got a, a haircut that day. <laughs> <laughs> Which what? Both hairs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Both hairs. Oh, um, what's on the sixth? I thought I was having, doing something. Maybe I'm not. Maybe that's what I was making. Okay, squirm- <laughs> you can see him as he's squirming. Squirming Absolutely like... Absolutely squirming. He's sweating. <laughs> Look at him profusely. I am. I am. It's going into my eyes again. It's going into my glasses. Can't see in front of myself. No, I, I, when do so, I need to find out, by? When, when do I need to... I'm not sure I think entries may close at the end of this week. The end of this week? Oh, Christ. Oh, it's quite that's enough. It's, uh, it's only about three weeks away, mate. Bloody hell. <laughs> well, that's another thing I need to do. I need to des- decide what I'm doing in the West Highland Way if I want to. Of course, yeah. I, I think entries are closing soon as well, but, um, oh, God, so much well, anyway, stuff we'll... to decide. It's, um, I know, but yeah, I, races. ideally I would like to do the, I think I'm away in, do you know what, I think I've booked myself to go to Edinburgh, but I might, um, I can figure it out. I'm sure we'll figure it out, but we'll see what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but. I like to do it, but I like to do many things, and I can't do it. So, um, tell you, tell will be good. I'm really looking forward to that. I, I just hope I can make the. I'm okay to run hard. I, I think it may be like a first hard run for me. And, and to be honest, I actually decided if I'm down there anyway, uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm really up for going and just giving it a crack. So, and just, it may not be ending fast for me, but it'd be cool to get a sort of Christmas festive running. And if there's, if there's beer at the end of it, then. I'm there. Hell yeah. I think, I think what, it could is. be stacked. Yeah. I mean, I you think... look at the, the women. Well, last year, Jamie Crow won it. No, sorry, Robbie won it, but Jamie Crow was running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was, or maybe, or anyway, he was supposed to be running. This year, on the women's side, Annabelle Simpson, Fee, uh, Nicola Gold, Claire Bruce, Debbie's going down. Aye. Oh, it should be good. To, yeah. Be... That's just folk we know. I know. So now nah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, who knows what the... What the day will bring in terms of conditions and and and, and fast times, but uh, yeah. I mean I'm not expecting a PB. I'm going to be realistic. Uh, but if I can get a good hard effort and then I'll be happy. It's a good way of finishing off the year from, you know, personally going from an ultra to a, a fast 10k. Then I'll be delighted with that. So yeah, well we'll just see what happens. I suppose. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's get that leg back to normal and see you at the start line too, eh? Absolutely. Are yeah. we uh, are we TRS uh, face off? Although I'm, I think I'm in a better position than you are at the I was moment. I say we're, the fa- TRS uh, face off is TRS face off not London Marathon. Uh, it could be. Uh, yeah, 
possibly so uh, yeah. providing that your your cat you wouldn't miss is, is sorted by <laughs> then sorted out, yeah. <laughs> we'll be, i um be fine, yeah. So. Ah, yeah it'll be all good all so right. uh anything else in your training or shall we go to do you want to enter into the uh part two of the finley i think we should yeah i mean i really enjoyed as i mentioned last week i really enjoyed speaking to finley it was great really enjoyable really insightful and uh and yeah, I think um, I, I got a lot of comments saying, uh, oh, you, not in a good way, you know, Kyle, you, he's like God to you. And I thought, in a way, he, he, he maybe is, but uh, <laughs> it's someone I look up to anyway in the, the world of hill running. So, um, in the world, even the world of running, I think he's, uh, his story's fantastic. His outlook on life is amazing. And uh, the fact that he juggles it with, with his job as well, I think, is I know. You know, really insp- inspirational. So, uh, so here, yeah, here he is. This is Finley Wild, part two. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what about um, so training wise? Here, what about what's the sort of things that you you know your work life balance? We talked about your training. Um, what about your nutrition? Do, do you do you have any fancy? Uh, things that you have um, are you on any fancy diets or you got a vegan now what, what are you uh, what, what does your yeah what does nothing, your... like nothing mega fancy like yeah I'm mostly I'm mostly vegan like mostly plant based okay uh, and that's been for coming up three years okay um, it's like yeah I don't want to offend anyone because it definitely isn't like absolute like if I'm if I'm away say racing somewhere in Europe and there's um you know, there's not, you know, there's there's not a vegan kind of option. Like, a, like I will have some, uh, if I need to, I'll have maybe some eggs or some some cheese or something. But yeah, like by preference, it's vegan at the moment, and I really yeah really like that. Um, it's really been, I mean, mainly we started doing it for sort of environmental consideration yeah okay point of view. Uh-huh. Uh, but actually, um, you know, I, I I mean, there's so many anecdotal things, isn't there, about when you, when you change anything in your training, it's like there's so many other factors that come in. How how do you know what which one thing sort of made the difference? Yeah, but that's true. Um, like okay. yeah, like I did seem to go up a notch coinciding with with changing my diet. But you know, okay. uh, I'm not putting it de- fully down to that. But I think it feels good. It's it's given me more of an interest sort of in cooking and and sort of uh, experimenting with things. Um, and yeah, and. And it's it's good for the environment. So yeah, okay, yeah, I'd say that's interesting. Um, so yeah, so what about when you're going out for sticking with the nutrition side? If you're going out for long runs, do you what do, do you take do you take any gels or do you have like the or do do you have soybean loaf or anything like that or are you do you just go out and drink uh, water from like the like ra- racing? I'll use quite a lot of gels. Yeah, uh, just a long run. Um, uh, in a long run, I'll. I don't know. Maybe take some bars, nuts. Yeah. Eat a load of nuts. Eat. Go through a ton of peanut butter. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. It's always a yeah. go-to um, thing. Cho- Just a, yeah, a, a dark chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A jar of peanut butter and, and off you go, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. 
Um, so what about so yeah I think I'm, I, these are the sort of questions a lot of people oh what does he eat what, you know how does he do it and, and here we are you know we're getting it straight straight from straight from the horse's mouth <laughs> not, not the horse's <laughs> like, like, mouth yeah. <laughs> Aim, aiming for yeah, yeah as many like, sort of whole foods as much as possible yeah, so like okay. yeah like loads of salad stuff loads of loads of greens loads of beans uh, lentils eh? lentils are totally underrated oh, yeah. uh, okay yeah, we started having quite lentils. a few there, actually. It's, it's quite a good time to experiment in the winter season when there's not that much, you know, racing and it's it's usually salads in the summer. But all these sort of hearty foods, you know, it's uh, we can really get all the. That's what I find anyway. So we've been doing a lot of ex- food experimenting with foods and things, and it seems to be uh, quite good. But yeah, I totally agree with the whole food side side of things. You know, I. Are you, are, do you eat a lot of processed things? Eh? Are, you, are you, you eat a lot of chocolate? Are you quite good in terms of your your food habits? Do you do you have like the odd uh, temptation to to have two hundred grams of chocolate, milk chocolate? You know, high sugar content. Are you are you quite disciplined in that respect? Uh, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, I think it's just it's just such a big subject, isn't it? Diet. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the the current sort of setup with what you can buy in shops and what's cheap and what's available, um, you know, doesn't make it easy for people to, to eat healthily. Yeah, nice. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's even a small, a small shop to sort of the amount of aisles with booze and chocolate and sweets <laughs> is much more than the, the fresh produce. Um, but I think, I think the main thing, like as soon as, as soon as you start being interested in diet, uh, it doesn't really, you know, matter what you kind of decide is the right way for you. But yeah. I think probably when people when people think about it more, then automatically that makes you you probably eat more sensibly because yeah. whether you think you know vegan or whether you think paleo is the way to go or or whether you just think well I'm just gonna you know um, kind of keep things in the middle but reduce like the the refined sugars. Yeah. Um. You know, I think as soon as you start thinking about those all these things and there's so much. Uh, information of, often can, can be a bit confusing and yeah, conflicting. Yeah, can be. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I think then that that then helps you to make healthier choices. And and certainly, yeah, if it was if I was going to change one thing, I think it would be really trying to reduce like the you know, refined carbohydrates, the sort of yeah, the snacky stuff, yeah, okay. and the stuff that's had all the sort of uh, the fiber and and sort of. Uh, goodness sort of processed out of it yeah yeah okay that's, that's really interesting um so what about so yeah as a runner now i mean i haven't even gone into all the all the sort of things that you've done in terms of the races that you've done um i mean the list basically endless i mean you've done you've had so many wins in hill races um like carnethy five uh the isle of judah you've you've won that stuka croin uh, you, you won the British Felwinning Championships in 2015. Uh, so many, so many things, and so many records as well. You know, you've you also you've got the record for the Welsh 3000s, um, and that was earlier this yeah. year. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was. Um, yeah, that's probably. I mean, obviously, it was absolutely delighted to get ten in the Ben this yeah, year, but yeah. um, the Welsh 3000s was uh, that was sort of a, a dream thing that had sort of. I thought about years ago and sort of oh, always assumed that I wouldn't be sort of have the, the speed on the sort of more runnable stuff. Um, yeah. And yeah, I finally got down to, got round to going down and 
fully devoting proper time to proper recceing and learning it and oh it's a great it's a great route uh yeah. it's got a bit of everything and yeah and that was the highlight of this year really to, oh, really? to get that record okay yeah and that record wasn't uh, you know it was colin donnelly when when he was at his prime and that's a record you know any any record from colin donnelly's uh, a, a, a really significant record and i think there's actually a, a video of him doing it as well i believe yeah so, yeah uh, now, I'm sure you could YouTube it. Have you seen it? I've seen some of it. Yeah, I actually have. I've seen it briefly. Uh, actually, when when you got the record, so but if if anyone hasn't read it, uh, sorry, watched it, uh, have a just YouTube Colin Donnelly Welsh three thousands and um, it'll be there and it's just incredible. Now now you've broken nine minutes off that, so <laughs> the speed that you were going is wow, I'm just baffles me um it's such a brilliant video it's like yeah. early 80s but it's also like really yeah. kind of true to to uh, <laughs> sort of hill running for some, in some in some way and uh yeah it shows the terrain really well yeah like it's, it's real varied eh? i mean you start you've got some pretty rough a wee bit of scrambling even yeah. and then you're then you're on a bit of road really quickly and then you're you're up in the the glitters which gradually get more more rough again until uh, Trivan, yeah. which is this sort of bristly thing, and uh, and then then you've got some more rolling hills to finish off. Yeah, oh, it's it's phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I would, and, and that's that's something. Do you have you ever been filmed? You know, like in the hills and you know running, you know your true running form being shown. Have is there any way that people can watch the? Or do we have to to, to check your fixtures <laughs> for next year and, and, and go and watch it? Because honestly, like I, I've got you're one of the for me just one of the most impressive hill runner, mountain runners there is, uh, and that's Thanks. not just in Scotland. Just from what I know and some of the things that you've ran and things, it's it's absolutely incredible. Um, and so is there? Do you know if there's anywhere? Uh, yes. Yeah, there we go. I'm just laughing because the the first the first year I won the band, they got me to do this wee video for the the adventure show, and oh, did they? Um, it sort of got me to talk about um, how to run downhill, and and all my friends would like slag me off forever because I was basically talking about look in front of you. <laughs> well, yeah, you need to look in front of you and to, you know, a few steps ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Very obvious stuff like that. But do you know? What? I think... Yeah, it's sort of. I think I've actually watched that. That was yeah, the yeah. the year Robbie was second. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and one of the funniest things was right now. You might we've had another interview on the show. You know Chris Jones. He's a okay, he's a yeah. guy who smiles at cameras. Now when you run, you look like you're just so happy. <laughs> and maybe maybe that's just me, but you look like you're having an absolute whale of a time out there. Uh, it's it's brilliant. And, and I remember yeah, watching yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I don't mean to. It just kind of. Uh, yeah, seems to happen that way. But. Um, I mean, you could. Yeah, and, and I, I like. I I am pretty happy running. I, yeah. I enjoy running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of some of the other, yeah. So we're we're chatting about some of your achievements there, and um, you know, there's there's other records. I mean, there's numerous records that you've got. Uh, you've got the Trant around as well, I believe. That was yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. Uh, this isn't in any particular order. Uh, is there any other records that you is it, have you got the Karen Gorm one the Karen Gorm uh, they've got the Karen Gorm for four thousanders yeah 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 you've got yeah. that one yeah uh, a few years ago that's a great uh, that's a great route I mean a lot of these like they're just such good lines like yeah. 
and it was ultimately I suppose wanting to go and do the, a, a lovely round in the hills that yeah. draws me to them not the not just the just record, the record but like, yeah. yeah I'd love to go and make the Tranter record faster I'd love to go back to the King Run 4000ers and, yeah um, you do it on skis even as well oh, right. um, and there's some longer stuff in the Cairngorms on skis that, that could could do with sort of updates to the records on the new sort of faster this, this kind of race race skis okay right. um, yeah. yeah so what so in, in what are your, your sort of future goals like short term and, and long term uh, for the next sort of few months and in the next year yeah so a uh, few months uh I need. Uh, I want to do some some speed work and think about um, sort of running technique. Like, okay. uh, I've got. Um, if you do, if you do find any videos of me running, I've got a really um, sort of long stride, which I think has been just that's my natural way of running. It's been really good for me. But yeah. maybe in the hills, particularly, but maybe on the sort of flatter stuff, I'm sort of working more on how to maybe shorten that and more run like a runner. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> So maybe work on some of that and do some core stuff over the winter. Yeah. Um, and hopefully some ski, some ski missions if we get some some good snow. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're doing with with three other guys. Um, we're doing a we do a week every year, and we're we're trying to ski the length of the the Alps. Um, but we so we start where we finished the year before and just go for on our skimo kit for a week. Right. Okay. And. We've got as far. We've done four years, or well, four weeks over four years, and we've got as far as um, sort of eastern Switzerland. So go back there in April and, and sort of go for another week out there. Yeah. Um, right. wow. So yeah, that'll be good. Um, and still trying to work out what to what to plan for the for racing next year because there's just so much to to go at, isn't there? There's so, so many, many series and types yeah. of race. Yeah, there's so many events to do. It's it's unbelievable. And what about the the sky running? Are you going to be doing the sky running series again? Do you think? Or? Um, yeah. So like, like I'm definitely like a hill runner, yeah. rather than a sky runner, eh? But um, uh, I think yeah, I'll, I'll do some I'll do some sky running again. Uh, you, you've kindly not asked me about my my nemesis of the Ring of Steel race. Oh, I, which, I wasn't uh, going to tell you, uh, yeah. but I, I I did uh, I did I did see you did you didn't have the the, the greatest of results there. So, oh, uh, it was always two weeks after the Ben race. <laughs> I don't know it's a combination. That should be plenty of time to recover, but I also yeah. get cold. Oh really? Um, maybe it's the time of year when patients are getting cold, and I'm sort of exposed to it. Um, yeah. And then I get a cold and, and do the bend, which is fine, and then the colds come on worse. And so oh, yeah, like three no. years in a row, like the first year I dropped out, and the second year I didn't do it, and this year like I finished, but I just I, just I, like, I, I hadn't, hadn't run for two two weeks trying to get the the cold to settle. So I was yeah, I just didn't oh, have it no. in the legs, and I just kind of walked the, the second half yeah. in. So it was a total disaster. <laughs> I was in a stinking mood, but I'll get yeah. there one one of these years. <laughs> that that is that is the one uh, you know I was uh, that's that's Finley's uh, that's Finley's turf you know. It should Just, suit me, right? Know. I mean, I, I run in those hills all the time. Yeah, it's a great yeah. Uh, rough route, I'll, and uh, yeah, one of these years. <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely have your day, no doubt. Absolutely, we we've got no doubt that you that you will. So, what about um, now? We we talk about. I always get I always get pelters that I don't do uh, cross country anymore. Um, or uh, you know, I don't do any of the shorter distances. What about you? What uh, is there any plans to to go on the the, the track and 
and do a 400 meters or, or on the road for a 10k <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I was i was talking about doing some cross country yeah i think that'd be good yeah. um i'm actually I'm, I'm working on a couple of the weekends when the oh, okay the yeah. um the north stuff's on but yeah i should make some of them hopefully and, and get trashed by some some speedsters <laughs> uh yeah so yeah i'd like to do some of that uh road uh not so i don't think that's gonna happen oh I want, uh, I, everyone wants to see what you can you can run a 10k <laughs> in you know uh, that's uh that, that's some people's opportunity to to see in action uh, <laughs> but it's it's funny though it's like you know everyone's got their own specialties but i'm sh- i mean some of the results i've never really thought of you as a, a really a short distance specialist always a little bit longer over an hour but um, that the Craig Do Hill race this week, this yeah, this year, that, that, that's like a half an hour race, and you, that was you, cool. Yeah, you destroyed the field there, so I was impressed to 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 see how you know your short distance um, uh, skills as well there to you know half an hour and five balls out anaerobic pure VO two max no doubt. Um, so so what what's is that something new that you've you've recently you've recently sort of trained or is that to do with the speed work that you've perhaps been doing uh, you think or, or was it just a fluke yeah was that another fluke of all those flukes <laughs> you've had <laughs> uh i've tried to think of some other short races like i've yeah i've done yeah like there's stuff like this mel and t uh race you know yeah. part of the triple hurdle and, and uh-huh. i've been like three seconds off the record there and it's a sort of straight up and down like yeah similar 27 20, 28 minutes something like that yeah. yeah there's a few sort of short i guess there's not as many short hill races uh no, near me as, as the longer well, i've always been sort of drawn to this sort of yeah longer an stuff, hour or yeah. two yeah uh, okay. or longer but yeah uh like i say i think just generally like the quality of my my training uh has, has improved over the last few years so yeah. okay that's probably a, a a factor. Yeah. Um. And plus, there was just such a big field, eh? There was, it was. Uh, you had no choice, but there was such a big field and such a small track. I had know. No, cho- no choice but to go eyeballs out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get past anywhere. Yeah. Else. You look at the the top ten in that race, uh, top twenty even. They're just full of uh, it was just stacked. Um. For uh, you know, I, I, I it was a British Championship race, but you know, you got the North of Scotland and you. You're getting all these amazing runners uh, taking part, but I was I was impressed, and, and you oh. got the record as well, and that that was a record that stood for some time again, uh, I believe. I was a yeah, John Brooks Lecaver, yeah. he record from the nineties, late nineties, yeah. yeah, and I, it was actually like the pretty much the worst start I've ever had, Kyle. <laughs> really? Like uh, I was trying to ask a question about yeah. um, what did you do a lap of the pitch at the end, you know. Uh, <laughs> And stuff like that yeah. <laughs> as, as we started, and there was um, oh, had to kind of go into overdrive to get round really? back into where I wanted to be. Oh God! Oh, that would have been, <laughs> that would have been a great a great race to be part of anyway. That's for sure. It's so in fun, terms yeah. of in terms of speed play uh, or speed work that you've been doing, we've got a number of fartlet questions. Uh, ah, so this is my heard favorite. about these. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'll I'll try and keep them. Uh, you can be as brief as uh, or as long as you want. So that that's the joy of fartlek, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> you probably got what the hell's fartlek, you know? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I, I heard of that once. <laughs> no, I, I do some of that. Yeah. yeah. So so what's your your favourite dis fell racing? Now they, they all perhaps are the same thing, but 
Fell racing or well, not actually. Fell racing or sky running. What? Oh, I'm gonna say hill racing. <laughs> oh, look at that! That's the one I forgot to put in. Bugger! <laughs> <laughs> An all-encompassing one in a way, isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Favorite. What about your favorite distance? Uh yeah. So like we talked about all sorts uh, of different distances. I I think like my like my sort of natural distance is like yeah like. Sort of an hour to two hours. I think that's probably my my sort of natural strongest. Okay. Um. Uh. But probably with a view to getting longer. Sort of as we, uh, as I get a bit older. Like um. Yeah. There's uh, the longest one that I've done is like the Tranter. So like just under like sixty k. So. Right. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's some some fairly obvious sort of step up from that. That'd be really cool to have a a go at at some point. Um. Do you know how fancy yeah. the the UTMB? In, oh, was it a UTMB? You know, you know fancy yeah. any of that kind of crazy, crazy shite that I was I was doing. Uh, no idea why I decided to do it, but oh, that's 105 miles. But the, yeah, I, I, I'd love to see Finley uh, take on that course. You know, <laughs> it give, it uh, must be an amazing experience, amazing journey to sort of uh, oh. and a mental sort of experience to take yourself through that length. of that length of race, um, yeah, I mean, and to run 100 miles is, is a pretty big tick as well, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, you, you, I, I can, you know, running 100 miles on the track, you know, at 10, well, no, no, it's 10, that's a world record, but 14, 15 hours, but in my head, you know, I'm 24, 25 hours I'll be running, 30 hours, and I'm still, I'm going into another sunset, it's just ridiculous. Uh, but it was, you're right, it was just amazing, do the, the, the masses around the, you know the, the Mont Blanc. It was just phenomenal. Like, um, but yeah, I'd love to see what you could do in that sort of race. I think you do really well. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's so many races as we say. We could be, we could go on all night. Uh, but this isn't, this isn't you asking me the questions. Me asking you the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, pre-race meal. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm not gonna do, not gonna change anything suddenly the night before a race. So just. Um, yeah, just plenty, plenty veggies and beans, and um, yeah, probably like a big, a big curry, a big sort of mild, tasty veggie curry with some rice. Not, not a spicy one then. The, no. <laughs> that could be dangerous. Favorite movie? Uh, oh, I'm rubbish at movies. Uh, <laughs> there's so many like old classics I haven't even seen. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, Col- the, the Colin Donnelly Welsh 3000s yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is good. no I uh, yeah yeah let's go with that let's go with that <laughs> love it <laughs> favourite race ooh Glamig Glamig oh interesting, interesting. just as I love the atmosphere and it's, it's like four quid to enter and you get a pint and a, a plate of food at the end oh winner <laughs> and a Kaylee yeah oh. I, that's that sounds a treat. I'll go for I'll go for the race, um, but just after party of next year. <laughs> Rest day or recovery run? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I used to have a lot more rest days, but I'm I'm a fan of the recovery run and just trying to keep things keep things ticking over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite session? Right. Uh, just just a long day out in the hills. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, ideally some nice weather, just up on some ridges. Yeah, uh, I love the Mamores uh, up by just in Fort William. I sort of can run there from the house, and just there's so many different options for for yeah, how long to make it and where to go. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, morning shuffle or evening saunter? Uh, so, so I'd like to do the, the first, but uh, it tends to be the the, the, the evening ones. Ah, okay. R- running hero, have you got a running hero as such? Oh, uh, yeah. Like I guess, I guess um, all those old greats, like obviously Kenny Stewart. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Colin for his like three thousand yeah. years, and I mean he's still got the the like half Ben record, which is, you know, I've been like uh, so far off it. Like, oh really? Uh, Wow. Yeah. yeah, but um, do, do you yeah. see Colin? Do you see Colin at all? And probably so see him quite a lot. Lane, but now he lives down in the border, so I haven't oh, seen him. Oh, does he? Yeah. Then there's guys like yeah, like people like having the cooling record and um, Eric Beard. He seemed like a bit of a legend. Uh, he has a sort of all these records back in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he has the cooling and the three thousanders, and I think the the Cairngorm. Yeah. Um, Four thousands and stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Just... lots of other people I've forgotten as well. Right. Uh, favorite shoe? Uh, yeah, sir. <laughs> I've got to say a, a Walsh PB racer. Oh, well, no, that that is a that is an absolute classic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So grip on uh, yeah on wet rock. Uh, yeah, can't beat it. <laughs> yeah, that's um. I think that that was what, what I think that was my first ever hill running shoe as well. Um, now they were. They've been on the go for how God years now, eh? Must be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, thirty something more or more, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's great that they've still got that. It's that's it's always been called that as well, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's it's a great price as well for what you get. It's it it it's just what you get. It's just what you get on a tin as well. Good grip. Yeah. Um and. Yeah, there's not much extra, is it? They, yeah. yeah. There's not. They don't um have sort of um. Fancy. They haven't added fancy things on it to 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 yeah. make them more expensive. They've just kept it the same, and it's a uh, good grip and pretty light. And I, I I think yeah, whatever shoe fits you, but it fits me well, and I can yeah, wear yeah. it nice and nice and snug and feel yeah. confident in it. Okay. Um. So th- this one you might have already asked this question. Worst race experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Ring of Steel probably was. <laughs> yeah. Probably was. Pretty much yeah. the worst. <laughs> I've had some others, yeah, yeah. Uh, early on, like getting lost in, um, or not lost, but yeah, making errors, like in, so every time I, go, if I went to Ireland to race, I seemed to um, get lost in the oh, mix, really? oh, so uh, I'd like to like to go over and recce that, uh, yeah. rectify that okay. at some point okay. with some reccees, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, favourite place to run? Uh, yeah, Le Caber, um I think I was saying, like, yeah, yeah. the Mamor is a pretty special place. Yeah, yeah. Sky, yeah. Yeah, and what about if you if there's one race that you would like to do or races, what would it be and, and why? Uh, so I'd love to. I'd love to do Arca Alps again because I'd love to get the record. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'd li- love to do some more, some more Lakeland classics because they're just. They're just really, you know, uh, down to earth, fun, uh, you know, good good quality races like yeah. Wasdale particularly. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, um, loads of other ones. Oh, plenty. Yeah, there's so many as we say. Uh, and and I've got one final question for you now. I don't know if you've got this far in the in any of the interviews we've had, but. We uh, we've got a beer mile um, sort of leaderboard that we haven't yet posted, but uh, 
<laughs> and I know you're not a, a track runner, um, clearly. But what if you were to train for a beer mile? What what time do you think you could run? <laughs> I heard you. I heard you talking about the beer mile. Was that, I think that, was that the podcast with Jake. Uh, Jake of me. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, yeah. One of them. Yeah. yeah, you were talking about the beer mile. Maybe it's a recurrent theme. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I would be absolutely terrible at it. I'm. I'm. I'm really bad at, at downing a, a beer. Did uh, you ever do the one at the university? The athletics club. Uh, Did you ever... Probably not. There was this thing that in medical school called beerienteering. Oh, yeah, God, very hazy memories. <laughs> uh, I, so I think, yeah, if I was to do a beer mile, my training, I'd have to like start hitting the pub and like get get good at drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be my weak point. <laughs> so, uh, well, fair, fair enough. I think you're busy enough um, without having to, uh, to down beers uh, and train train for that event. So uh, it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll let you off then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Finley, thanks so much for having. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, and um, yeah, really looking forward to to hearing how you get on next year. So, for the listeners, is anywhere we can find you? I know you you're quite good, and you're quite um, you've you've got quite a lot of um, content on Instagram. Is is that the best place to get you? If anyone wants to follow your yeah, things, yeah, it's just uh, just Finley Wild on yeah. Instagram, and I've got a few a few random videos on YouTube, and I've got a blog which is uh, GoMountainGoats.blogspot. Okay, perfect. Dot uh, com, I think. Yeah. Uh, which I put stuff up like if I do a new record or something that um, you know, it's been, been particularly fun. I'll, I'll put that up occasionally. Yeah. So if we don't, if we don't, so there's a digital side. If we don't see, uh, if if you want to actually see him in in real life, go to some of the Scottish Hill races uh, and uh, head along to the Memoirs as well, and you'll you might see <laughs> yeah. him running about there. <laughs> Just be doing laps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks so much, Finley. Uh, absolute no, pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks very much. Great fun. Yeah. Cheers. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on, Finlay. As I said at the start, I haven't actually listened to the interview yet. I listened to the first literally 10 minutes on uh, on Saturday and uh, yes, it was enough to whet my appetite. So I'm going to I'm going to treat myself and do back to back get both parts uh-huh. in one. Well, that's a that's a long uh, that's a long couple of episodes. You've got about 3 hours worth of probably more than that, 3 and a half well, hours worth of content. So I th- Fiona's away this week. So I've got time in my hands, so I'll just chop out just listen to the interviews and, and get that up to date. So Anyway, yeah, Finlay, thank you. We look forward to coming on. You can come back next year and talk about 11 in a row. Oh, well, yeah, that would, that would be some some doing that. Now, one one thing I mentioned, he likes to do a variety of races. Now, uh, Debbie picked up. It's a variety of races. Why has he done Ben Nevis 10 times? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. So, uh, yeah, but he does, you know, he certainly does mix it up. Um, and what I like about it, he, he, he doesn't just do international races. He does a lot of the, the local races and the national yeah, hill race. respect for that. The hill racing scene as well, uh, which is which is uh, certainly, um, you know, good to see. Um, so yeah, to, and, and from local events to another local race, we had um, one close to home. Now this is, in my eyes, is the Scotland's best uh, post-race um, spread, unless someone knows otherwise. So, Tom, you were there, so why didn't you tell us not only about the race results, but about the, the spread of food at the end? 
I was there. So this weekend it was the Fraserburgh Half Marathon, a rare race that both Kyle and I have won. Both got our names on that it trophy. Has, and, and do you know an interesting fact for you? Not only so I've right. This is the one. Get get this a wee riddle for you, right? So I've got the course record. No, sorry, that's I completely goosed this up. So, <laughs> cut. <laughs> cut. Start again, everyone. So Tom's got the course record, but has a slower time than when I won the race. Or yeah, Tom, we both held the course record. I both held I the course I record. After, I held the course record after you. I think uh, I don't know if I did get time. the course record. I thought you told me beforehand you did. I thought I did, but then I thought actually I think Robbie ran a faster time than me. <laughs> maybe you ran it before Robbie. Ah, maybe, maybe. So, anyway, so the the answer that's a, to the that's riddle, a shit riddle, the answer to the world's shittest riddle, <laughs> is that Kat, that they changed the course the year I won it. <laughs> there you that, go. There you go. That's, that that definitely needs to be cut. Oh, right. So right. anyway, the Fraser Half Marathon. It's uh, it's it's a really good race up northeast of Scotland. Really, we always get a really good turnout from our club, which makes it which makes it pretty special. And it's I actually think it's a pretty quick course. I think this year conditions. It was a really classic crisp blue sky, cold winter's morning. But it rained the night before, and there's about uh, about just under a mile of off road. Well, not off road. It's like a sort of you know farm track, and it was pretty chopped up. So all these folk and their vapor flies came back absolutely caked <laughs> to mud. And in fact, oh. there's a couple of next percenters that were ruined by oh. that. So <laughs> it was, uh, but it's cool. You start and finish on the track in Fraserburgh, and you go out and you do a big lap out in the um, out in the sort of Fraserburgh countryside. And it was a win. For, it was a really successful day for Metro. Actually, it was a win for Jason Kelly, one twelve forty eight. Uh, and apparently that is a, that what well, is the new course record, the course that was, was changed three years ago. And second place also met Aberdeen, Tom Doney in seventy four twelve. And in third place, uh, a good friend of the show, Mr. Chris Rico Richardson in seventy five oh seven. Uh, we bit off the wall there, Chris. Um, on the ladies' side, it was uh, a win for my faster half, Fiona Bryan, eighteen one eighteen oh six for the women's course record. Nice. Second nice. place was Metro Aberdeen's Claire Bruce, 123.13. And in third place, Fraserburgh chairman Lisa Allen in 127.14, who also took first vet for it as well. So uh, I think really that's a, P, a PB for Lisa too. Is it? Wow. Uh, I believe so. Maybe, uh, apologies if it's not Lisa, but uh, yeah, great, great time for Lisa. And uh, good to get the veteran on us too, I suppose. Absolutely, yeah. So really so, cool, uh, really cool event. I was, and as Kyle said, the spread afterwards. I mean, you might want to tell tell about the tell us about the spread, Kyle, because it it's worthy of a of a ramble. Well, I mean, the, the time that I, the last time I, no, I think it was the last time I was at Fraserburgh. I had an abscess in my uh, mouth. So I couldn't eat any of the food. Oh, disaster! It was the size of it was the size of uh, this our snowball mic we've got. It was massive. <laughs> so I'm, I'm running with this massive abscess. Uh, that apologies if anyone's eaten. I had to get drained subsequently. Um, but I'm, you know, I was literally, it was bouncing up and down as I ran. It was absolutely grotesque. Uh, I don't even know why I'm sharing it with you, but, uh, you know, this is, it's a platform to share stories. And uh, so I think I might, I think I managed to eat some, you know, some bits of spread, but, uh, oh, but I mean, you get fish soup, you get, um, Oh, what do you call it? Not uh, Scullin, Scullin, Scullin skink. Cullen skink. Cullen skink. Um, oh, you, but you were there. You tell us about the food. Yeah, I mean, there was. I've. It was like you. You ever seen 
like in Harry Potter when there's, there's a tray <laughs> yeah. of food and when you eat it and it replenishes itself automatically. They've got this monster pile of, of sausage rolls and sandwiches and you grab like a plateful, you think, oh, you feel a bit bad because you've like emptied the table. And you, you turn around and it's miraculously just restocked. And all these, all the uh, the volunteers in, in the Fraser who bring their own bakes, so some amazing home bakes and amazing sandwiches and yeah, I didn't even run, and I was sort of getting absolutely stuck in. It was really good. Ah, so you're one of those people who who didn't contribute whatsoever, but decided to steal all the food. Now I've got a wee. Well, so actually, I'm going to challenge you on that. So <laughs> I actually had a, I actually paid for an entry, and and had this is a terrible admission, and I'd forgotten to return it. So a, I'd paid for the entry, so I had my food, and secondly, I took a photo of almost every finisher at the race and put them online. Ah, oh, so you did uh, your so bit. I, I did my, I did my, uh, my did bit. bit for the community. There's yeah. someone, the, the UI did it, who came along, ran, he didn't even, he ran the opposite way around the course, uh, didn't help, didn't volunteer, as far as I knew, came in with his Tupperware, with empty Tupperware boxes, stocked up on them, and fecked off again. Now, I know, I'm not, I'm not going to name him on the podcast, uh, but I was absolutely appalled by his behaviour. It was bad. And and that was the same year. Remember someone ran with uh, someone's number? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Hush, I could have been... We are all 47. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I don't think it was the same year. So there's been uh, there's been some drama at the Fraserburgh half, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, anyway, yeah. So, do you know, and if you're, so if you're a northeast runner, you fancy a fast... fast, And I think it is fast. Okay, yesterday, maybe you would you would argue the results would say would say otherwise but I really believe it's a fast course and the um, and this feed is worth a, worth it <laughs> that's it if you don't even want to run fast if you don't even want to run just run for the food or volunteer in some shape or form and uh, you know get the best spread of food that, that there is uh, to offer in the, the, the Scottish running calendar so so, uh, so just before we move on from Fraserburgh with Kyle's new segue, segment that we've introduced, I'm going to throw an early contender in this week for a potential TRS runner of the week because he's a listener, he's a mate, and I thought he ran an absolute stormer yesterday. Brian Kinghorn, 7907. Oh, okay, okay. Brian has come on huge amounts, and I, I'll be honest, I was, you know when you're shocked by a result, in a good way, you're like, woof, that's that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So off the back of, what, 250? Two was it in was it two fifty two? No, he, he I think in, it was yeah two fifty two yeah two fifty two ran in in uh in Berlin. Anyway, that's one of the early early contenders I'm going to throw out there. And and I, I haven't got any contenders, so you know currently unless I think about it. So is this? Uh, well, we'll see them as we go through the results. Well, that's that's true. That's true. Well, I'll let I'll let I'll write Brian's name in there. So yeah, but if you don't get a Brian, you know congratulations for PB. It's uh, brilliant stuff. So we also had the, you know, going down the central belt. So we're not a, a north biased uh, podcast. We're nationwide. Um, so we had the Jimmy Irvin 10K. Now, is this not another fast course? I've run the Jimmy Irvin 10K. So I ran it in, I think it was maybe three years ago. And it's it's fast. It's a fast course. And I'll tell you why it's a fast course. Because so it short. starts at the top. No, it starts <laughs> at the top of Bellhouston Park and it finishes at the bottom. Oh, you're joking. Oh, I wish and, I could do that. Any, any I help you can be, get. And I, I, I'm, I'm, it must be legal because it's not that big a drop. You do climb back up to the top. So you start at the top, 
you kind of do a lap with a wee out and back bit and there's a couple of 180 degree turns that slow you down. Then you come back up the hill, which slows you down. Then you come down the hill. So you essentially go down the hill twice, up at once. Oh, okay. So a bit like is, the hazel head track. You, you start at the top, you go down, up, down. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. and, and you so, know, the drop yeah. is not that much. So you're not like, I don't think it's, um, you know, it's certainly a legal course, but it's it's nice to have a course like that that's pretty quick. And, you know, running around Bella, Houston Park is pretty cool. So anyway, yeah, I, I think uh, the day I ran it, it was horrendous weather. And I think I was just that short of a PB despite um but it was like driving rain it was it was horrible but i really enjoyed it really cool race good and always get a solid turnout from the likes of the the bella harriers who the, hosted the, it. the bella houston boys yeah yeah see they're there in their numbers that's for sure so uh your first your man across the line first was alistair campbell uh campus lang harriers 32.09 gregor yates in second bella houston harriers 32.57 and uh robbie ferguson Third place, Kilbarkin, 33.03, so a, a quick uh, tight 2-3 there. And I see your, your man, Darren McQuaid's, uh, you know, uh, in, in there as well on sixth place, 33.55. That's your nemesis, isn't it? You know, I don't know if he's my nemesis. Darren, and I've run uh, I've run one race against Darren. <laughs> no, the, but, he's like, but it's funny. Is that never... spin finish, though? That's, that's right, yeah, that's, that's right. Guys. Yeah, that is the, that is the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know what, it's amazing, like, because I had that sprint finish with him and exchanged maybe five words afterwards, oh, he's now a name, he's, he's, never, well, he's a name that I look out for now. So I remember we gave him a shout out because he had a great run in Frankfurt. And, exactly. you know, to be, to be fair, so Darren, it's not a PB for him on, uh, on there, but he ran, I mean, he ran 2.38 in Frankfurt. So kudos for that, um, PB. But then yesterday was, what was he, 33.56? So that's a wee bit, about 30 seconds off his PB. Yeah. Um, which is thirty three twenty three according to some power of ten stocking. <laughs> that's what <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so here's a, here's so one quiet. for you, right? Here's a question for you. Shettleston Harriers, Callum Oates. Oh, I was going to ask that question. Any yeah. any relation? Do you think? Ah, surely. You know, there can't be that many oats about, is there? No, there can't be. No, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe just lots of oats. Maybe it's. At, uh, I was going to say it's his, maybe it's his dad, but you know, surely we'd have a V in front of his yeah, name. Yeah, it's a senior but, man. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, some jeans of it is thirty four forty nine. Aye, that's yeah, yeah. Um, so in the ladies' results, we had uh, Lorna Young of Leeds City. It's a a fair fair uh, trek to to come to Bella to go to Bella Houston. That's for sure. Good time, thirty six oh nine. Um, and Sheena Logan, thirty six fifty nine from Sheena from Fife. A regular um, shout out in the show. And third, I think place, that's a PB for Sheena. Yeah, uh, is it? Okay. I think so. Well, according to Power 10, our PB is 37.20, so that's a hell of a run. Ah, oh, right, okay. So you, you've got to go a fair bit down to get the third lady, but nonetheless, uh, Christina Gregg, uh, a good K Gregg. There, that's a good name. There. <laughs> K Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Belly Houston Harriers. So well done uh, to Christina. Um, she spells her name the same way I spell my name. You don't get that that, that often. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, well done. I bet I bet people have called her Greg Christine in the past. That's what people do to me. They call me when I email people. They email me back saying hi, Greg, because I don't know what it is about Outlook email. My my surname always comes yeah. before my first name, and it's blimmin' annoying. So I get the same. Hey, Brian. Oh, all of the time. course you have it too. You it's you and I have the curse it? the curse of the first name surname. I bet Fiona wishes she kept her, her yeah. maiden name. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Maybe, I should have, oh, maybe, yeah. I, maybe you should have just gone Kyle Moore and I could have been Tom, <laughs> Tom Rudkin. That's right. Save us both all this hassle. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. The the the, the problems we have to face. Eh? Uh, so yeah, I didn't finish off Christina uh, forty thirty four. So well done yeah, for the third place there. Um, and your your first veteran, I'll just briefly say the first uh, V forty Ian Carroll Giffnick North thirty four forty nine. And um, your first senior veteran was, um, I'm struggling, oh, here we go, Jane McNeely of Bella Houston as well. So well done there. Nice. Ah, yeah. So what other results is there? Well, it was also the classic Braze Hill cross country on the weekend, uh, which these days is a 10K and a 5K. So if we start with the 10K, it was a win. What a field at the Braze Hill race. It was a win for Chris Jones, British oh. international orienteer. So Chris won won the race in 29.58, quite comfortably in front of Kevin Wood, St Andrews Uni. That's a uh, top. That's a, a strong top two there. It is, yeah. So, uh, so, I so Chris was 29.58, just under 30 minutes, and Kevin was 31.42, and in second place, Ewan Brown of Kostorfin in 32.04. So about uh, about 20 seconds back there. A couple of other names I recognise in there. Owen Lennon was in there fourth. He was 30 32.21. Um, couple of other who else is in there scott fraser was running uh james waldy was running shout out to james um our, one of our active route contacts so yeah. yeah pretty solid uh pretty solid field there in that field in that race in the women's side uh the first home was jemima elgood university of leeds 36.19 second place jill stephen friend of the show 37.58 and in uh, third place it was Hannah Stroud, University of Manchester, in 39.30. Wow, that's uh, that's some field, that. Jeez. Well, well, well done to the... Also, I'm just going down here. Big shout out. Number 181st, the gash. 46.17. How <laughs> yes. the mighty have fallen. <laughs> the mighty Come gash. On, gash. I don't even know if he listens anymore, but... Well, he's bloody uh... better listen. <laughs> that's what we promoted his, we his ginger exactly. juice. Exactly. <laughs> his ginger juice and he doesn't listen to us. Oh man, well that's it. Yeah. If he doesn't, we could we could just we'll slag get, him off to Timbuktu until we'll he, get, uh, you know, adds to our listener <laughs> stats. Uh, okay, sorry, um, we'll get we'll get SIS on instead. Though. Exactly, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll find another supplier. Although we don't get, uh, although we don't, it's not like we get right. Well, I don't know, but um, I'm always using other sources of of fuel. Morton, let's get Morton on. Oh, Morton, yeah, with oh, free Morton, we go down the tree. That, that's that's it. it. I'm looking at this with this set of results from Braids, and that's what I love about Braids. 215th, albeit last, but still in the mix. Robin Thomas, oh, HBT. Yes. Yeah, we, know, we need to get Robin on the show. I've oh, said we this. do, actually. That's a great show. He's agreed to come on. But I think I just, we need to travel, though. It needs to be in person, yeah, in the Blue Blazer in Edinburgh. Well, I'm going to Edinburgh at the week, uh, not the weekend. I think it could be the sixth that weekend, actually. So uh, that could be a, a perfect opportunity to... To uh, get, hook up with him, so mm. we'll see what happens there, eh? Very good. Yep. Um, so on the news, we've uh, well, well st- steady on there. We haven't done the five k braids yet. Oh, sorry, it's a fact. Right, I'll rattle out then. Five k braids, uh, the lesser of the two. So George Grassley, Durham Uni, first sixteen ten. Tom Berry, University of Dundee, second in sixteen twelve, and in third, pretty tight, also sixteen twelve. Sam Somerville of University of Sheffield, a little uni turn out there. Uh, it's a big uh, after party at the end, isn't it? Monstrous, yeah, yeah. monstrous. Ladies' side, it was uh, La Suede Athletics Club. Amy Franklin um, was in, sorry, it was Helen Thornhill, bigger part. University of Leeds was first, 1827. Amy was second in 1834. She's a regular, we've seen her on the cross country circuit. 
And in third place was Juliet Downs, University of Sheffield, 1905. Sorry, Kyle. On on you go. I was just going to talk about news, that's all. Um, are we, is there any other notable results we need to, to chat about? Done. I, I think, think that, well, there's a few a few bits of international news, we, quite a lot actually. So um, yeah, I think we'll we'll start off with probably um, the the most apt one really. Uh, it was the it was the World Cup for the Scot Scottish Hill Runners were at the the World Trophy, of course, by yeah. the Running Championships. Um, we almost forgot to put it in the the notes, but uh, luckily we were on the ball as always. Um, so we had some fantastic results, both uh, Scottish duo and interviewees, Andy Douglas and, and Jacob Adkin, uh, top 10 performances. So I think, from what I believe, looking at the article, I think Andy fell and uh, ended oh up get, getting himself back up and, and, uh, and, and over. I think he might, might have fell over the, the bridge, one of the bridges, uh, maybe slipped on the bridge or something. Who knows? We'll, we'll maybe get a, a rundown from Andy's uh, well well due a, another interview in the show. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, so seventh place and uh, right behind uh, Jacob was sorry right behind Andy was at, uh, Jacob in eighth place. So so well done to to those guys. So yeah. So I think um, so that this year it was an up and down course, and I know you know Jacob's European Mountain uphill champion. I think this could be. I don't know if it was up and down. It was just up. I think it was up and down. So that's a. In fact, it was because he mentioned that it was an up and down course. So well done to Jacob. That's a great result, and he's obviously yeah. improved his downhill uh, running too. So not not saying it was bad in, in any shape or form, but um, to get an eighth place in that that field is fantastic. Uh, we also. Who else did we have? Um, so that was the. We also had the world. Long distance mountain running championships as well. So the, basically, it was a short course and there was a long course as well. And we had um, Charlotte Morgan who who was who was running and achieved a place was she. So she won the title last year, um, and she achieved a seventh place this year. So another top ten uh, to add to Andy and Jacob's results. So well done, to, uh, Charlotte, for that. Fantastic performance, and that was in Patagonia. Very good, very good. Right, so staying on, in fact, staying, I think, primarily off road, but we're going to go longer. This weekend, it was the it was the North Face Fifty, which is a fifty mile ultra, and on the out of San Francisco, and it was it marked the ultra marathon debut for Scotland and the Bankeries Robbie Simpson. So. Robbie is a good friend of the show and a and and a previous interviewee. Robbie uh, lined up there first first time he's raced beyond marathon, I think, and he finished in a really credible fifth place. So he was uh, the 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 race itself was won by Sebastian Speller, a salmon athlete in six twenty seven, and Robbie was came in fifth in six forty eight, so um, about twenty minutes back. And you know from hearing from Robbie and seeing on his his social media, I think it was a pretty a pretty tough one. Quite uh, difficult at uh, the back end. Uh, it's, it's interesting, you know. I, I hope he enjoyed it. And uh, it's well, not bad judging by the look of his face <laughs> on the photo. I'm sure he enjoyed no offense, Robbie. That's <laughs> it didn't look like he was hurting. Um, but no, it was good to see him going out of his comfort zone and doing something like that, and still managing yeah, to, 
smash. I mean, that's I, I've heard of the North Face Fifty Mile, and you get your top class uh, ultra runners oh, going yeah. to that. So, like, I mean, one of the guys uh, seventh place Red Bull athlete uh, Dylan Bowman, he beat him, and he's he's a you know he's a fantastic runner. Um, he's won the TDS at the UTMB before. I think it was last year he ran that. Um, he he ran the the Tarawira hundred when I came fifth that year. So he's a top, you know, top class runners, and he was in seventh. So it just shows the the, the sheer um, standard. But I'm sure Robbie's got unfinished business in the ultra world, and uh, yeah, a great a great debut for him too. So well done to Robbie. Absolutely, and I think you know I I was pleased when I saw on his, his social media that he's thinking about going back to some shorter stuff. I think he'll I I think Robbie will be a very, is a will will only get better and better ultra. But actually, as you say, I mean. It's, uh, I haven't, you know, you see him on Strava, it's not like he's been doing massive, big runs, you know, so to go in and hold your own at that sort of level is, is very impressive. Yeah, it is, it's uh, it's one of those, I mean, you know what the, happened at the UTMB for me, I mean. I think everyone to, knows what happened to you at the UTMB. If you don't, then, well, you don't listen. <laughs> go, go back, <laughs> rewind back a few, few more episodes and you can have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway let's not rewind back let's look forward into um some of the other in fact there's one other race i was there's all i was going to tell you about and it's the masters international cross country so that was on at the weekend as well so i believe um so there was gold medals for alistair walker tv at dale harriers and michelle sanderson who's another sh- uh, regular on the show and dan white of garscube harriers so Oh, cool. uh, also medal successes for Stuart Gibson, Cambus Lang Harriers, um, and Richard Mayer of uh, Kilmarnock Harriers, who helped Scotland get the, the team gold in the M35. Now, so the, that, here's a thing, Tom. That's the, the M35. That's next year will be an M35. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll be a that, is, that is so depressing. <laughs> that is re- that really, uh, that, I find that ridiculous. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? So shall, what, shall, shall we celebrate then turn 35 by going to the Masters, going to some, going oh, to the we, Masters International? It's an open race, right? You I don't, don't need to get picked, do you? I don't know. I think it could be. A, you'd think there'd be an open race as well as... Uh, yeah. uh, if anyone knows, then please let us know. So, um, joking aside, though, is that, if, it, if we are eligible for something like that, the first year you turn, that's when you've got to go. That's oh, your, yeah. that is your that's glory. Yeah. It's like you see all these guys who are 41 cleaning up the vets' yeah. titles across country. If that is the case, then next year we need to go. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, it's quite a lot of results. I don't want to go... I'm going to... I mean, I could, there's a big list of results. So, um, apologies. We're not going to mention everyone. Um, but a few notable names, as, as we said. Uh, I think one of them... Uh, Scott Bremner of uh, M45 so he got second in his M- in that age group uh, we had that's cool yeah uh, who else did we have we had uh, we spoke about Alistair Walker um, Alex Sutherland uh, M70 getting in second place there so that's a great result for him uh, Michelle Sanderson spoke about her any of the other ones who else did we see Anne White uh, W65 winning her age group uh, and yeah, yeah, some some great results there. If you do want to see what the results are, go to uh, Scottish Athletics. We've got a, a, a short roundup on their website. Um, but also, I think there's a report on uh, Athletics Weekly as well. I don't actually know if they've got the results out yet, but I'm sure you can find them if you search hard enough. So yeah, that's uh, that's about it for results, Tom. Is there anything else you want to chat about? 
Well, you know what? This is something I stumbled upon. It's not results, but I found it really interesting. We talk about running news, right? So on the Scott Stats website, which you and I use a lot because it's quite a cool way to get a snapshot of Scottish athletes' performances, I've just noticed for the first time they've got like an athletes on the move section. So it's like transfer window. So, for example, Tom Martin has moved from HPT to Kostorfin this month. <laughs> has he? There you go. Oh, well, breaking, uh, breaking, breaking news. news eh? That could, got, be a, uh, a, that could be another section of TRS, transfer news. Transfer news, yeah. We've got... Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go through them unless uh, names that uh, I particularly recognise. But yeah, it's, that's very interesting. That's so, uh, Romy, Romy Beard moved from Bella Houston Roadrunners to Westland CCC. It's a slow week this week, folks. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, well, talking about uh, slow weeks, it certainly hasn't been a, a slow week for... Um, well, here's... What's her name? Uh, Letisemba Gide, who has smashed the 15-kilometre world record in the Seven Hills race, believe it or not. Have you heard of that? No, it's a, this is a new one for you. That, so, so um, Letiseni Bear Gides from Ethiopia has broke the 15k world record. It's obviously not a record that's run that often, obviously. Uh, 21 year old crossed the line in 44 minutes, 20 seconds in the Netherlands. That's a fast course, no doubt, if it's been a flat, flat country. Uh, taking over a minute off the record. The mark was held uh, by Joyceline Chips Koskai of Kenya last in breaking the 15k mark at the Prague Half Marathon in April 2017. So Gide won the silver at the 10,000 metres at the recent World Championships in Doha, uh, right behind Sifan Hassan of the Netherlands. Um, the men's world record, just for information, is uh, held by Uganda's Joshua Chiptege, um of uh, yeah of Uganda, as I mentioned, in 41.05. So there you go, that's um, a little bit of information for you. Um, the only other news I've got, Tom, is there anything else you want to, to chat about? No, I think I'm pretty pretty clear this week on news. Yeah, uh, one well, one of the one of the ones I mentioned. Um, uh, we mentioned Andy Butcher winning the the short course 4K champs, uh, and she, he put up a, an L sign, and and I think that could have been in in, in uh, you know in respect for for Lindsay perhaps. Uh, That's so, that's exactly what I said last week. Was it? Well, there you go. I didn't. Yeah. But anyway, I, I thought that's what it would be. But uh, Lindsay's, there's been just a news article, and I think she's announced as well. She's taking a bit of a break from athletics uh, after surgery to remove precancerous cells. Um, so, yeah, obviously a cracking athlete. Um, was obviously withdrew from the Scottish short course uh, just to take it easy. Um, she mentioned on Instagram, it's too important not to share. The last few weeks have been a bit rough she wrote on instagram uh last week it's just a quote from her last week i had surgery to remove cells which came back today as precancerous if i hadn't gone for a smear test i wouldn't have been able to catch this develop before it developed any further and uh, you know really good bit of encouragement from her uh, please 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 go out and get a smear test it takes five minutes if sharing this encourages even one of you ladies to go then it would be worth sharing so uh yeah hopefully you recover well Lindsay, and um yeah, great bit of advice for uh, yeah, very good. The, the, the girls out there as well. So, yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, so other than that, Tom, um, I ain't really got much else to, to chat about. Well, this, so look, are coming up? Well, well, looking ahead, it's an absolute cross-country bonanza this weekend. So we've got the East League, uh, East League champs in Broxburn, the second race of the series on Saturday. We've got the North District League, which is in Grant Park up in Elgin, 
Is that right? Grand Park, that's Forest. Forest, sorry. Forest. I, I don't know my, my elegance from my forest. I spoke about on, the Grand Park last week. And then, that's where the, course, that's where that's the, where the dogs dog are. Is. Exactly. Dog to, yeah, those. They better watch out. They're going to have a lot of cross-country on this oh, kicking about. Nice and we've also got the Renfrewshire Cross-Country League on Saturday and the LAAA Cross-Country Champs as well. So there's a lot going on. So that's a lot of cross-country happening. Yeah, so no matter where you are. And then the other one is there's a, the Bob Stark Memorial Races in Falkland. Uh, they're on the, the trails around there. So that's uh, this weekend as well. So yeah, a lot of good races coming up. You You feel with these league matches that we're kind of really building towards... The district champs at the end of the year, which I know you're really excited about running, Kyle. Absolutely buzzing. <laughs> you got um, to be, be in it to win it, folks. You've so, got to be uh, in it to win it. Yeah. I, yeah. The, uh, and then the, so the other race I want to mention is it's I think it's a couple of weeks away. I don't even know if entries. I think entries may well be closed, but my brother-in-law, um, Mike, who runs for Lenithgow, ran this uh, last year thing, and he he talked really highly of it. It's called the Seven Hours half marathon and it's a half marathon through the Pentlands it goes past seven reservoirs oh really I thought I really quite like that he said it was a really nice course pretty challenging so yeah that's one I'm I've, it's now on my radar to do is that, a hill, issue, is that a hill race or what is it I think it's on road but it's like it's on the sort of um, let me get you know I should have this is poor uh, poor research let me pull it up right oh, now it's okay I've just pulled it up as well. oh it's uh, well it's sponsored by Stuart Bruin so Oh, it must be good then. Oh, it's the one, full. It's, uh, it's sponsored by Tonix, uh, the Orium. It's got, bloody hell, it's got heaps of sponsors. Multi-terrain. Multi-terrain, oh, that sounds quite exciting. Well, now that everyone's, uh, we've just announced it in TRS, uh, it's, it's going <laughs> to, probably it's going to be sold out. So you better, uh, you better sign up before, well, you're not going this year though, are you, you said? No, no, no. I'm, uh, that's, I think that's, I think it's, what, what date is it? It must be uh, the, Do you know what, it's, it just says on the website, sorry to close, folks, so false alarm. Apologies, false everyone. Uh, so anyway, one, to, one to keep in for next year, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one I wanted to give a, a wee shout out to, because I think that's quite a, a cool one that's worth, worth looking at. Yeah. Well, other than that, then, we've only got one thing to, to chat about, and that's uh, the, the TRS runner of the week. Um, so, have you decided... There's only one... The only one well, I, I'm going mean... to I'm going to put a few nominations out, right? Right. Okay. So just based on what we spoke about now, I, I know we don't have any stories about um, about you know winners and uh, or, or or you know people have achieved personal best other than what we see now in social media. Um, so the fear of you know shouting out someone who's who doesn't perhaps listen. Um, I'm, I'm I think we're we're going to one of them is going to be Lisa Allen for time at uh, Fraserburgh. I do believe it's a PB. Um, Brian Kinghorn is a nomination, so both at Fraserburgh. Uh, but also, can I, also the, I'm gonna, can I throw a shout out in as well for Robin Thomas? Robin for Thomas, it real and, and just like clockwork, getting out there at Braids and showing people it can be done. Do you know what? Well, well, let's. Uh, I think I think that's our three nominations then. Eh? Um, so so with that being said, you know the fact that you threw in Rob, Robin Thomas there. You know, he's always he's a he's a, he's been going he's been on the go for for years and he's he's always going to the cross country. He always has a laugh. He does he has it for banter. He doesn't care. He comes last in races, but he just goes out and he grinds it out. Uh, and he's just an absolute ambassador of the the club sport that we have. So I think the the TRS runner of the week goes to goes to HBT man Rob Thomas. HBT. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Robert doesn't, you know, he, he, 
I don't think he listens, but uh, if any HBT club members can pass on the message that he's a TRS runner of the week, that would be much appreciated. Yeah. Cool. No, good, good feature, Kyle. I like it. Do you know what I need to? What I'm, I really am desperate to find some time to do is to kickstart again the, the club night segment, and I really want to get an HBT rep on to talk about HBT. I think they're really an interesting story, and Robin would be amazing to do that. Oh, oh God. Yeah, the stories there. Uh, the stories would be phenomenal. Um, so, so yeah. But anyway, I think there's one last thing we start after. We, we, we obviously had a quote from last week. Um, we're going to start doing some quotes again. So just some regular additions to the show again. So have you got a quote that you want to you want to, to chat about or to, to mention before we say bye to everyone? I've got one, right? Go for it. Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It, it knows it must outrun the fast and, fastest line or it will be killed. A nice simple one for you. Who said that? I don't know. He's only a quote. He's only a quote. I just you know Googled it. it. That's all. I'll let uh, you off with it. Right. So, uh, as always, folks, you can contact us in our usual platforms at shorts at gmail.com. You can get us on our website. Facebook, as I mentioned before, we're looking for 1,000 likes sooner rather than later, folks. So, what are we on at the moment? I think we're on about 800, so <laughs> I don't think we're going to get there. But um, but anyway, just tell tell people about who we are, what we do, and um, and we'll we'll promise to keep keep the keep the show alive. Uh, Absolutely. So yeah, and you can also get us on our Twitter handle too. So but yeah, ch- check out our new website uh, made by our man uh, Leo Connor. He did a fantastic job of it. And um, yeah, and again, folks, as I mentioned at the start of the the show. Tell us who your Tartan Running Shorts Runner of the Week is, and we'll be sure to to, to put it to the selection p- committee. Indeed, I'm trying to see if I can work out how many how many we've got likes. I can't. Nah, nah. So, so what's uh, what else is happening? Before we go, what's what's on the agenda for the next few days, Tom? Uh, so, well, I think we're both tomorrow. We're both sad, but um, we'll be attending the it's the funeral of Mel Edwards tomorrow. So we'll we'll be going along to that to pay. Pay our respects to a great man, and um, yeah, that'll be quite a sad affair, but hopefully a, a real celebration of his life. And then, of course, on Saturday, um, I'm heading down to the National Club, Club Conference. At the, Saturday in Glasgow, yeah. Oh. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm looking forward to one of the. There's a few really good uh, presentations lined up. I'm, one of them I'm, I'm going to is the Central AC one about uh, performance, delivering performance so that'd be pretty cool oh. let's see how what see how the yellow train is fueled oh exactly let's get the you know the 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 hidden peaks of uh of of central ac's success so sounds Absolutely. amazing um okay well what, what about you what's what's on your agenda this week oh, i can't say there's much of my agenda just getting into training uh getting that session sorted for for thursday uh morning 6 30 a.m sharp uh and yeah, just getting some speed back in the legs. I've got, I've actually got a session on Wednesday night with Miles and Cameron um, at, at the track, so that'll be exciting. I've seen that. Uh, you said, I think everyone's going along to it. I'm feeling a bit left out. Oh, I? mate. Well, you need to get your once you get that um, fixed. Get that. What do you call it? Your cheeky little um, cat of wumpus sorted. You'll be cat of wumpus legs. You'll be, yeah. you'll, be sat, you'll be absolutely raring to go again. So, um, right. Well. Other than that, folks, thanks for listening and I uh, hope you enjoyed the interview with Finlay and yeah, keep, keep in contact with us, keep listening and keep running.